Hello and welcome to Inside the IWBA. I am your host, Lucas Stubblefield, and I apologize for the break. I've been very busy on the recording days, but I'm here. So on this podcast, we will be talking about the three series that I've missed, the Seals vs. Wizards doubleheader, the Phenoms vs. Seals, which is not on YouTube uh, due to a camera malfunction, and the most recent series, the Massives versus the Wizards. And then um, we will be talking about the All-Stars. I will be releasing who the All-Stars are, the Home Run Derby, all that. Um, and then I will just give a little, um, just a little segment about my trip to Omaha. But yeah, that's about all we're talking about today. So um, let's just jump right into it. Okay, so for our first series, um, which is the Seals vs. Wizards doubleheader, a very good series on YouTube. Um, in my opinion, the second best series of the year, um, or, sorry, not series, the second best slate of games, um, I guess, because it was a doubleheader, but, um, of the year, in my opinion, the Seals vs. Mastiffs was better just because there were so many just one it was one game so the other one was two games and again this is probably just me being biased because I'm on the masses but we'll just let it slide but this was a very good series the first game um in my opinion was the better game it was 19 to 18 and um Alex Strev came in and shut it down on the mound uh, for the Seals, and the Wizards were so close, so, so close, and they just fell short. In the second game, I believe it was 18-12, to 12, or 18-13, to 13, one of the two. It was 18-13. to 13. So, in that one, it wasn't as exciting. I wasn't there for those series. Um, so, I, I don't really, like, know what happened there but on youtube it wasn't as exciting as the first one but it still was a very good game um for our second series the phenoms versus the seals again i wasn't there i had to miss that game um due to my covid vaccine but um that game is not on youtube due to a camera malfunction um but the seals did end up winning that game i can't remember the final score up the top of my head but I believe it was like nine to eight or something like that some close game they ruined Sean's zero ERA that's all I know but um that's about it for that series but um for the Wizards and the Mastiffs since this is at the top of my mind since the video just came out yesterday um we did not play how the way I know the Mastiffs can play um, we just couldn't hit the ball or pitch. We got dug into such a deep hole that there was no getting out of that. And when I came into pitch, it was 15 to 5. So, I mean, there's unless a miracle happened, there's no way you get out of that hole. Um, but the Wizards did play very good. Their pitching was excellent. Um, I must say, Ryan Villalobos is very underrated as a pitcher in this league. For me, hitting against him, his slider breaks at the last second, so you don't know where it's going to go. 
it's not like a slider where it starts to break as soon as it leaves your hand. He throws it in a way where it breaks when it comes to the plate, which is very good for a slider and wiffle ball. So he, he's a very underrated pitcher in this league. So don't be surprised if you see him get some more appearances on the mound for the Western Wizards. But then Matthew Kaczynski came in, shut the door. Uh, Ryan got the win, I believe. Mason got the loss. Ryan got the... I mean, not Ryan. Um, Matthew got the save, and um, I got the blown save because I kind of blew the save. But anyway, um, or technically it's not a blown save, but yeah. So um, that's it for the pitching standpoint, but for the hitting standpoint, um, I don't understand how Matthew does it. One arm hits a grand slam off Mason, so I, I don't even know. But um, that Wizards team is very underrated. A dark horse next year. I think they're too far. They dug themselves too deep um, into a hole this year already, going one and four right now. So I don't think that they can catch up to the Southern Seals. They would have to steal some games from them in order to. Um, But they are a very good hitting team, very good pitching team, and I could see them being a dark horse to go into the championship next year, World Series. Um, But that's about it. Um, I would also say, since I was at that series playing, the Wizards are some pretty funny dudes. They're nice and funny, and um, it made the series fun, even though we were losing by a lot. But they made the series fun, and... Yeah, um, I am also going to read off the stats as of, hold on, I'm pulling them up right now. Um, this is after four games from each team. So this is before the Seals-Phenoms game and before the Wizards-Massives game. Um, the top five in batting average is Paul Kekaloris with 571. Alex Streb with 448, Sean Reynolds with 391, Logan Streb with 340, and Ethan Reynolds with 305. Um, on base percentage, top five, Alex Streb with 757, um, Paul Kakalaris with 675, Ethan Reynolds 590, Logan Streb 573, and Sean Reynolds with 548. Um, the biggest gain in on-base percentage was Ryan Villalobos with 185. Um, he was not in the top five. And the biggest fall was me with 144, I fell. Um, and the biggest gain in batting average was Paul Kakalaris with 196. And the biggest fall was me with 143. Um, then slugging percentage, Paul Kakalaris with 1,286. Alex Streb with 759, Sean Reynolds with 739, Logan Streb with 659, Lucas Stubblefield with 600. And that's the top five. Biggest gain was Ryan Villalobos, who is number eight. Um, and biggest fall was Otto, because he was not there at either of those games. Um, then OPS, Paul Kakalaris, 1,961, pardon me. Alex Streb, 1,516. Sean Reynolds, 1,287. Logan Streb, 1,232. And Lucas Stubblefield, 1,046. 
Um, then the biggest gain was Ryan Villalobos. Biggest drop was me. Ryan Villalobos gained 576. I dropped 411. Um, and then hits. Sean Reynolds leads with 18. Then Paul Kakaloris with 16. Logan Streb with 15. Alex Streb with 13. And Ethan Reynolds with 11. Home runs. Paul Kakaloris with leads with 6. Logan Streb leads with four. Or Logan Streb follows up Paul Kekalaris with four. Alex Streb then is the third with three, tied with Sean Reynolds, Matthew Tuzinski, and Lucas Stubblefield. And then tied for seventh, which is kind of like fourth because there was already a tie for three, is Ryan Villalobos and Otto Eidsness with two. And then lastly, Mason Weber with one. Um, RBIs, Sean Reynolds leads with 29, then Logan Streb with 28. Alex Streb with 25, Paul Kekalaris with 20, and Ethan Reynolds with 17. Then ERA, Sean Reynolds is not, this is not accurate, obviously. This is after four games for each team. Sean Reynolds has a 0 ERA, Matthew has an 11.07, Logan Streb 17.45, Jack Ager 20.57, and to round out the top five, Alex Streb with 20.74. Whip, um, this is minimum five innings pitched. Sean has one, Matthew has three point six nine, um, Logan Strab has four point eight one, Alex Strab has four point nine three, and Jack Ager has five point eleven or five point one four. My apologies. And then strikeouts for pitching, um, we have Sean Reynolds leading the way with sixty four. Then Logan Streb with 18, Alex Streb with 15, Matthew Tuzinski with 14, and yours truly, Lucas Stubblefield, rounding out the top five of the last category with 10. Um, but those are the stats through four games. Um, next podcast, hopefully, Alex will have new stats out, updated, um, and I'll let you guys know. But now on to the All-Star announcements and the All-Star um all right, and the home run derby announcements. As now, the moment you guys have all been waiting for, the all-star announcements. So, all-stars are number one all-star from the Pacific Phenoms, Sean Reynolds. Number two all-star from the Southern Seals, Alex Streb. Number three all-star from the Southern Seals, Logan Streb. Number four all-star. From the Southern Seals, Paul Kakaloris. Number five All-Star from the Western Wizards, Matthew Tuzinski. Number six All-Star from the Midwest Mastiffs, Lucas Stubblefield. The seventh All-Star from the Pacific Phenoms, Ethan Reynolds. And the eighth All-Star from the Western Wizards, Ryan Villalobos. So, the All-Star draft went as... Um, it went... By this, so Alex got the first pick, Sean got the second pick, Alex got the third pick, Sean got the fourth pick, Alex got the fifth pick, Sean had the sixth pick. So, it went as, or it went like this. So, Alex picked Paul with this first pick, Sean picked Logan with the second pick. Alex picked Matthew with his third pick, Sean picked Ryan with his fourth pick, Alex picked me with his fifth pick, and Sean picked Ethan with his sixth pick. So, by that, the teams are, on Alex's team, it will be Paul, Matthew, Alex, and Luke, which is me. Um, and then on Jean's team, 
It will be Logan, Ryan, and Ethan, and Sean. Um, for my predictions, I'm going to go with Alex's team winning. Um, I think Sean got... I mean, obviously, Alex got the um, first pick in the All-Star game because his team is better. But I think that Sean kind of um, didn't have very much wiggle room in this All-Star draft. Um, But it is what it is. And now I will be announcing the Home Run Derby participants. Um, So for the Home Run Derby, the seeds may change because the Seals and Massives haven't played six games yet. Um, but as it is right now, the bracket is Sean will play Ethan in the first, in the first bracket. Luke will play Logan in the second bracket. Alex will play Matthew in the third and Paul will play Ryan in the fourth. So in the fifth bracket, that is the winners of the first and second bracket. So that'll be Sean and Ethan. The winner of that will play the winner of Lucas and Logan. Um, then Alex and Matthew, the winner of that, will play Paul and Ryan in the sixth bracket. And then the winner of the fifth and sixth bracket, so the winner of Sean and Ethan and the winner of Logan and Luke, will play the winner of Alex and Matthew and the winner of, or the winner of, uh, the winner of, (laughs) very confusing, but the winner of the sixth bracket. So that'll be the winner of Alex and Matthew and the winner of Paul and Ryan. And then the winner of that sixth bracket will play the winner of the fifth bracket in the championship. And then they will be the champion, the winner of that. So I will give my predictions. If that makes no sense, it may do now when I give my predictions. So my first prediction, my first prediction, Sean will be Ethan. Uh, my second prediction, Logan will beat me. My third prediction, Matthew will upset Alex. And my fourth prediction, Paul will take care of Ryan. Um, so then I think Sean takes care of Logan and Paul beats Matthew. And I think that Sean Reynolds is your 2021 home run, home run derby champion. That is my opinion and my opinion only. You may have a different opinion and that is perfectly okay. But I think Sean Reynolds is your champion for the Home Run Derby. But yeah, that is the All-Star announcements and Home Run Derby announcements. Um, if it, if the Home Run Derby bracket didn't make sense, it will when you see the video. We are playing that game on Thursday. Um, and as I'm recording this, this is Friday, so it'll be next Thursday. But yes, um, that's the All-Stars. That's what you guys have been waiting for all season. And, yeah. Now we're going to get into a little bit of my Omaha trip, and then we will end this podcast. Okay, so for my Omaha trip, I went to two games, and those are the two semifinal games. NC State and Vanderbilt, and Mississippi State and Texas. Now, um, these games were very fun um, to go to, to watch, because I was sitting right next to the bullpen. And um, so I got to see the pitchers warm up, and um, that was very cool to just see them, how they warm up. Um, And I got to see NC State's pitchers warm up. 
are their limited pitchers, which we will talk about that in a second. And um, I got to see uh, Mississippi State's pitchers warm up. Um, but we, m- me and Mason Weber, went to Omaha together, and we snuck in beach balls, and it was <laughs> very fun. Um, because that's an Omaha tradition, right? You sneak in beach balls and throw them up, da da da. Um, we brought in five, and all five went out of the field, sadly. But um, one of the funny things was one of the um, pitchers in the dugout ended up, or the security guy grabbed it, and he brought it back into the bullpen. Um, and uh, the pitchers were messing around with it, and um, their coach told them to stop. So one of the um, pitchers came out, and he stomped on the beach wall and it deflated and um he mouthed up to us I'm sorry so I mean it, it was a little sad seeing the beach ball go but he's a he's a good guy he said I'm sorry I mean there's not much else you can do if your coach gets mad at you but um so that that was all for the first game for the second game um or for the first game, it was very, very hot. Very, very hot. And we had to sit through one hour of COVID delay due to NC State having a player test positive. And um, I got tan and a little bit of sunburn. Not as bad as Mason did. Um, but, yeah, it was hot. Very hot. Um, and it, it was just miserable for the most part. Um, the people around us were really, really nice, um, really friendly, talking to them throughout the game. But the second game was, it cooled down, but for the first three innings, we couldn't see anything because the sun was right in our face, um, because we were sitting in left field, and, um, the sun was setting over home plate, so it was just shining straight into our face. But, um, in the second game... It was, it, after that, it was very cool out, and it felt great um, to be relaxed and just not in the heat anymore. You know, we started up, me and Mason, my dad, and Mason's dad all started up a chant, um, an Omaha tradition chant that happened our first year when we went to Omaha, and we had so much fun that we thought, why don't we start it again this year? And um, it was the right field sucks chant. And we got all of left field doing it. And eventually right field responded. But it they only responded for a couple minutes because obviously right field sucks. But, um, yeah, so it was, it was very, very fun. Um, and then when we got back to our hotel, um, right before we were falling asleep, we got the um, – we had turned on the Texas-Mississippi State game because that had gotten rained out, so we had to leave – um, it got rained out in the ninth inning, so we left early. Um, but we had it on the TV, so it came back on, and they announced that NC State would have to forfeit the rest of the tournament, and Vandy would advance to the finals, even though, as some of you know, the NCAA tournament is double elimination. So NC State had lost to Vandy earlier on in that game, or earlier on that day, so they were going to have a second chance because second chance to beat Vandy um, because they it was double elimination, right? But because 
of their players testing positive, they had limited players playing in that game, um, which, ironically, they had a pitcher playing first base and a pitcher playing third base and a pitcher DHing. So three out of their ni- or three out of their nine guys hitting were pitchers who usually don't hit obviously because in college baseball there's DHs and stuff. And then they had about four guys in the bullpen that could pitch. Um, so that that's an interesting story, but um, they eventually had to forfeit because I guess more players tested positive and due to contact tracing they wouldn't have enough to play. I think that's unfair. Just, I think they should let them play, even with how many they have. Let them take the out. Let them at least try. They made it that far, knocking off Arkansas and um, beating Vandy once before that game that we went to. But I don't really have a ruling. So then Mississippi State, or Texas, ended up winning that game. and um, But then Mississippi State won the game. On our way back to um, Illinois, Mississippi State won that game, and uh, they eventually beat Vandy in the College World Series Finals. But that's about it for my Omaha trip. I got a pretty cool bucket hat um, that I may or may not wear to the All-Star game. Who knows? Um, Definitely not to the Seals game because it's very hard. I've tried to hit with it in my backyard on when I'm playing with Liam. Um, it's very hard to hit with it because the bat just gets stuck on the hat and it's, it's very annoying, but, um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed my apologies again for not doing a podcast, um, in about a month. I'll try and get back on that, but until next Friday, see ya.